to the... This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. Greg with Dallas, what day is it today, my brother? It is Fajita Friday. Fajita Friday. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in these Six Sour Studios on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Monday through Friday for two solid hours on the Crossbreed Holsters microphone. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Greg, before we get started, boy, do I have a great story to, to, to kick off with. And we've got a great guest. Cam Edwards is with us. At least I think I remembered. Yeah, I think, Cam, I, if I'm pretty sure that I had him on my calendar, I'll explain that when we come back after you tell people where they can watch the show and participate in the chat, please. Absolutely. Head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In the top right-hand corner, you'll see three little hash marks. Just give that a slap, and when that window opens up, select the Watch Live option. If you're too busy doing something else like driving, well, just click that Listen Live link, and you'll see two subsequent links. One is for the Monday through Friday Daily Defense Show, and the other is for the Sunday Monster Cast. Just click appropriately. Maybe you missed a previous episode. You want to get caught up? Well, head to the podcast link that's right above the Listen Live option, and you can get caught up on any show you may have missed. And if you're a big fan of the show and you want to support some merch, Head on down to the shop link at the bottom of all of these links and pick you something up. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store and pick up the Telegram messaging app. Once you uh, get that installed, uh, create your profile and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And boom, that is how it's done. Let's get this party started today. So we had some really bad weather roll through here yesterday. Yeah, you did. And I will apologize again in advance of today's program because we went ahead and cut that second hour and ran an encore because of that. We had a tremendous amount of damage. We got very lucky. And I thought it was kind of funny. Cam will get a kick out of this because he does it for a living, and I know he's listening right now. But everything was on backup yesterday for the last half hour of the show, if you recall. Yes, it was. We had some good lightning strikes and some heavy winds as we were live on the air yesterday. Pre-tornado stuff coming through, literally. If you've seen the news, you know what I'm talking about here in this area. Uh, Just outside the ATL. Well, I, I was putting my headphones in today, and I was yelling at you in the microphone, and, but I couldn't hear anything out of my left headset, and I'm wondering what's going on. And Well, I never did reset everything from yesterday's electrical debacle, and I realized I didn't have the equipment on. So once I turned it on, everything was good. It's funny how that worked. Cam Edwards, how are you, man? You get that stuff. It happens sometimes. Cam, how are you? Yeah, it does more often than I'd like to admit. But, uh, hey, thanks very much for the invite. Mark is going to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here because I, I'm glad I remembered you were coming here today. So I get a great text message from Cam a few minutes ago. I figured there was a 50-50 chance I'd call in and you'd be surprised to hear from me. Well, I had put it on. I, I made notes and I put it on reminders. And uh, just because the last time I was supposed to have Cam on The Daily Show, I blew it. And he called me. Well, and said, we what both happened? forgot. I said, well, yeah, Actually, we well, both that's true. Last time. So that's okay. That, we're, we're even now. All right. Well, let's start with this. I, I don't know if you've heard this story, but I got a hold of this yesterday. And uh, GeorgiaCarry.org, or now GA2A.org, is, as you know, Cam, here, the, uh, the great grassroots group in the state of Georgia, put an uh, Instagram post out. And I had talked to a couple people over there a couple days ago, and they said, you're going to love this story. Now, I don't know if you heard this or not, but it's, it's fun to talk about because this is a happy ending story. And I'm going to tell you, and Greg, you in Dallas, you're going to love this. I think this is the greatest happy ending story I have ever heard. Right. Now, considering how many we've covered over the last 14 years, that's saying something. But a robber in Gilmer County, Georgia, which is LJ, if you know anything about the North Georgia Mountains, Cam, that is a very popular tourist destination It's gorgeous, and I reside about 15 minutes south of those mountains. I'm at the base of those mountains, and you go up into LJ and Gilmer County and Blue Ridge, and it's just gorgeous up there. So a guy walks Mm -hmm. in, a robber walked into a convenience store on Monday night, and, well, his plans were thwarted a little bit. 
because there were three customers at the store at the time. Turns out all three of them were armed, <laughs> disarmed the guy, took his firearm and waited for first responders to arrive. And the Gilmer County Sheriff put out a statement that basically said, yeah, not a smart move to try to rob a convenience store here in Gilmer County, <laughs> as every single customer was armed, Cam. So now, now, no, Mark, that is the, that is the most beautiful part of the story. But you left out, I think, the second most interesting part of the story is that when this guy got to the counter. He pulled up a pair of women's panties over his face to disguise yeah. himself before he put a gun to the head of the store clerk. Now, that's not funny, but the panties over the face, I hope they were freshly laundered. Uh, I, I presume they belonged to his wife, who was waiting outside and was also arrested. But, but, yeah, I mean, I love this. So as soon as this guy draws down on the store clerk, there's one customer who's got his gun. He pulls his gun. And then there was another customer who said, oh, wait, mine's in the truck, runs out, grabs his gun. Then there's a guy at the gas pump who says, what's going on? The guy's trying to rob place. Oh, hang on, let me get the gun. And then you've got three guys holding this one guy at gunpoint, who, by the way, when police arrived, you know, apparently was trying to escape and ultimately ended up being tased. So, you know, not, not, a, not a good day for Sean Sutton there in Gilmer County. Uh, yeah, Sean you, Sutton. This my favorite. I said this is already, you know, probably going to be my favorite defensive gun use of the year. I, I, it's January, but I don't, it's going to be hard to top this one. 20 minutes up the road for me. Just incredible. And the part about the pantyhose, well, I want to make this too because yeah, no, we're no, all no, leaving stuff out here. Buddy. Oh, the panties. Women's undergarment. His getaway driver was his wife, and she's arrested, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get away. Oh, it's just absolutely beautiful and, and even funnier. It's still ladies and gentlemen, is the fact I, I'm going to keep Cam. I'm keeping your screen up there and not me because I'm laughing over here. Well, let me flip over it to me. Was it? <laughs> just for just for uh, blanks and grins and giggles. Uh, the other two had to tell the third guy not to shoot because they had already disarmed him. So you had every customer at this guy at gunpoint. <laughs> Imagine the look on the sheriff's officers when they arrived, when the deputies got there, because three responding uh, three responding police units responded. I guess it was Gilmer County Sheriff. Uh, I guess it was a police department and somebody else. I don't know if the state troopers were there. They tend to be up in that area a lot, too. But absolutely hilarious. I, I got to tell you, that is hands down the best I've ever seen. And the statement from the sheriff pretty much says it all. I'll just sum that up without going into details. And that was, yeah, don't try that in Gilmer County. That's not a really good thing to do. So those of you listening in blue states, well, you know, vote blue, live blue. Okay. I don't know that that would have happened in New Jersey or New York or somewhere else, but it certainly does here. And interestingly, Cam, I think you'll agree that uh, the anti-gunners have been silent because a lot of us have put that out and made sure that they were aware that it was there. And I've gotten no responses from anybody. So, No, not at all. In fact, you know, this is one <laughs> of, I think, a couple interesting um, sort of out of the unusual defensive gun uses that we've seen recently. There was obviously the, the taco shop shooting in Houston uh, that's, you know, going to a grand jury. But uh, I don't know if you heard the story about the mom in, I think it was uh, Sioux City, Iowa, or Des Moines, Iowa, who ended yeah, up yeah. stopping her kid from being abducted, you know, because, again, she had a firearm. And there were a couple of, like you know, homeless people who tried to snatch her kid. And thankfully, she had her gun and she displayed it and said, let go of my child. And uh, they made probably the smartest decision of their lives and then did and ran away. Uh, they got arrested as well. But, you know, you're, you're right. You don't see these stories in New Jersey or New York. Hopefully we will one day. You know, because hopefully the, the right to carry will exist, uh, not just in theory, but in practice. But you don't have the opportunity. And that's the thing, man. I mean, you look at these stories. Did any of those three armed citizens leave the house that day expecting that they would have to use their firearm to protect a convenience store clerk and themselves from an armed robber? Nope. Yeah, they you know, that's a, that's a that's a 
That's a great question. I think when we come back from the break, I know I'm going to hear Greg tell us we're getting ready to take one. Let's explore that a little bit. And I do want to go to Houston with you, the Taqueria as well, Cam, Mm -hmm. because of the grand jury aspect that you just mentioned. I find that case really interesting for a number of different reasons. So I'm looking forward to exploring that. And just to give you a heads up, also going to go to New York, where you and I, uh, listeners, Cam and I talked a few days ago. Uh, and a little bit in the conversation came the topics that we were talking about yesterday with the Supreme Court refusing to move on the New York case as it works its way through the lower courts. And I know Cam has some theories about that. He and I are in agreement, but I want you to hear from him what he thinks and get a little bit different perspective, although, uh, albeit it will, it will likely be the same as what we discussed yesterday here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, but it'll be great to hear it from the great Cam Edwards, the legend, the man himself is here, and I'm thrilled. You got a great start to the hour. Yeah, you know, here's a public service announcement for you if we're going to a break. If you're considering robbing anything in Gilmer County or anywhere in Georgia, particularly Gilmer County, think again, especially if you have your wife with you. Oh, and one more thing. You might want to pull the panties down over your face before the cameras catch you when you walk in. We'll be right back. He went to work and that's that. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at CrimeResearch.org. CrimeResearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available on 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. I got the giggles in here. The more I think about that as I was working over the break, the more I want to laugh about that. Going back to one more time to that uh, Gilmer County convenience store attempted robbery that was a huge fail for that loser. Cam Edwards, jump back in here with me. You know, what might be the funniest part of the story is one that we will never know, and that is what possibly went through that guy's head when every customer drew down on him. <laughs> One can only imagine what this guy was thinking. Oh, crap, I should have done this in New Jersey. <laughs> wow. Right, no kidding. Uh, yeah, because, you know, I imagine the first gun was a bit of a surprise. Second one, okay, maybe a little more shocking. I imagine by the time the third gun owner came through the door, this guy must be saying, okay, I hope there's nobody else around here at this point. You know, like, just stop. How many people are there around here with guns? Uh, well, you know, yeah, he's lucky he didn't get shot. Had. Well, as you say, happy ending for everybody involved, uh, yeah. including the, you know, suspects here, because, yeah, they, you know, they'll face – a judge, and quite honestly, uh, you know, even even in Georgia, man, we've got a problem with you know plea deals. So we'll we'll see if justice is actually done here. But uh, yeah, they should be thinking they're the lucky stars. They're not in the hospital or the morgue today. The, I have a funny suspicion that he. Oh, wouldn't you love to be in that courtroom when the judge reads him the riot act and talks about what happened to him that day? <laughs> uh, you know, they're going to have a field day with us, no doubt. But I, again, it, the the stupidity here. Wait until you get to the counter to pull the panties over your face. You're already on camera, bro. I mean, think these things through, okay? Uh, you, you can likely do that in prison. Hey, Cam, before we go to New York, you've got a great mm -hmm. piece out that I went through today. Now, I've not read the 291 pages, but let's tell listeners, because this comes about a week after the Fifth Circuit down in Texas found the bump stock ban uh, in a in a very strong thirteen to three ruling, to essentially mm -hmm. be unconstitutional because the ATF doesn't have the authority to do what it did. Meanwhile, yesterday the ATF issued a two hundred ninety one page ruling on pistol braces, and I they didn't they didn't back down whatsoever in light of the Fifth Circuit's decision. Uh, I'd like your thoughts on that. I have, as I said, I haven't had a chance to read it. But when I saw yeah. that Dettelbach invoked Al Capone, I went, oh, good heavens, here we go again. What's going on here, Cam? Fill us in. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I haven't read all 291 pages either, Mark. Um, you know, cause I've had other stuff I've had to do, too. But the gist of this is basically um, if you possess a stabilizing brace um, that could uh, be used as the, you know, buttstock uh, as opposed to an actual brace, then chances are, see, again, there are no hard or fast rules here, right? The ATF's given itself a lot of wiggle room, but odds are that uh, that, that brace uh, would be considered a short-barreled firearm or, 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 would, or would turn your, your you know pistol into a short-barreled firearm. And whether or not it's actually attached to that firearm is kind of immaterial. Um, so either you register this under the uh, auspices of the National Firearms Act as a short-barreled rifle, within the next 120 days, or at least uh, 120 days after this rule is published in the Federal Register, which will likely be early next week, um, then you run the risk of being a, a felon uh, under the NFA. So uh, there are a couple of interesting things here. As you noted, you know, the circuit just uh, slammed the bump stock ban, and um, the ATF noted that there were something like 237,000 comments submitted on this rule during the public comment period. 217,000 of them were in opposition, Mark. Yeah. Right. I mean, just think about that for a second. 20,000 comments in support. Vast majority, which, by the way, 18,000 of those were form letters. Um, 217,000 letters in opposition. I think 96,000 
were form letters. So you talk about you know where the where the American people are on this, and I'd say they're opposed to this this rule. But one of those folks or one of the organizations that submitted rules was the National Shooting Sports Foundation, submitted comments. Um, and they pointed out that, you know, going back to 2012, the ATF said, yeah, this is fine. 2015, they released a guidance letter basically saying as long as you when, – when you put that gun up to your shoulder, you remake this from a fireman to a short-barreled rifle. But there's nothing inherently uh, intrinsic about the uh, brace itself that turns a gun into a short-barreled rifle. And now all of a sudden as well, can't really tell you one way or the other, but we can – Get you within you know five yards in either direction, and uh, yeah, if, if you know if it is, you're a felon. Um, I think this is going to be challenged. I think the oh, yeah. Administrative Procedures Act is going to come into play here. Uh, NSSF uh, raised the APA in their comments. Mark Oliver with the NSSF spoke to him this afternoon. He said they stand by their comments that they submitted to the ATF. Um, they're reviewing all 291 pages, uh, and he noted this is going to be, you know, a big topic of discussion for the ATF at SHOT Show next week. The, the agency, I believe, is going to be out there. They uh, and I'm sure that they're going to be getting a lot of questions about a lot of the uh, decision-making going on at that agency. Yeah, one of the, one of the hot topics, uh, as you can probably guess, Cam, at SHOT next week at the ATF booth, and they're always present, and they're accessible. Mm-hmm is going to be enforcement of this, okay? Because this yeah. is going to get down to enforcement. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to tell you right now, I have a few stabilizing braces, and I'm not registering anything with the federal government that I purchase lawfully. It's as simple as that. It's not going to happen. And there will clearly be challenges to this, no doubt about it. The Fifth Circuit ruling is going to come into play here because the ATF is now creating a law without going through Congress that has criminal felony penalties to it from a regulatory agency that is supposed to enforce the law as written by Congress, not themselves. And again, the same question comes up here, Cam, that comes up with the bump stock ban. What else can they regulate to turn you into a criminal? And one of the questions that will be, and if I have the opportunity, I will ask ATF agents while I'm out there, because this will come down to enforcement. I have a strong suspicion that a lot of the individual agents, the boots on the ground doing the work, are going to be the response is going to be a lot like sheriffs saying we're not going to enforce what's going on in Illinois. We're not going to enforce what's going on in Washington. We're not going to enforce what's happening in Oregon, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So this is this is going to be a, a big topic of discussion at shooting, hunting and outdoor trade show. No question about it, because, as you said, it's likely going to be published in the register while shot is underway, Cam. Right. And once it's published, you know, the, the clock starts ticking. That 120-day window opens up. Uh, and, you know, again, I, I think we're likely to see lawsuits filed, a request for an injunction, temporary restraining order to, to stop that clock from ticking. Um, but, you know, the, the other aspect that, that you pointed out, Mark, I think is extremely important. And that is, you know, what was well, the door that was cracked open by the bump stock ban. Uh, was nudged open a little bit further with their, you know, rules on 80% frames of receivers. Kicked right. open a little bit further here. Now we're dealing with somewhere between 10 to 40 million uh, items, according to the NSSF. That's how many stabilizing braces are out there, right? So every time they reinterpret their the, the law, and all of a sudden, one of the things that uh, they do with this uh, final rule is, is they have a new definition of rifle. Uh, it, it means something different now than it did last week, right? And every time they do this, they are bringing more and more firearms and more and more commonly owned firearms under this, you know, uh, move to redefine things. Uh, so where do they go? What's the ultimate goal? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Cam, when we come back from the break, I'll give you an idea of where they want to go and why I think the Biden administration and the DOJ are likely going to fight tooth and nail against what's getting ready to happen here with this, just like the case that they lost in Texas. We'll explain more of it when we come back with Cam Edwards. Don't go away. Through the AFT.
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me reach out to ccw broadcast media llc right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org mark at armedamericanradio.org and together we'll bring your brand to armed american radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves again to speak directly to me reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org that's mark at armedamericanradio.org the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, yes, welcome back indeed. Dozens and dozens of radio stations around the nation tuned into Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Whatever time you're getting the broadcast, we hope you're enjoying it as much as we are enjoying bringing it to you. Mark Walters here on the Crossbreed Holsters Platinum Microphone in the Sig Sauer Studios. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. And if you are watching the video stream on your television sets or your devices, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers Whiskey for that. Please make it a point to visit all of our partners that make these discussions possible every single day. You can do that by visiting armedamericanradio.com and clicking on their links. 
Go visit them. Purchase something from them. It's what makes it possible for us to be here every single day. Armed American Radio now in its 14th year, getting ready to tackle its 15th year on April 27th, which will begin our 15th year after our April 26th, 14th anniversary. And we're very, very proud of never having missed a live show. And we do not count Christmas because it was Christmas in all of those years. That is the only time we ran a backup for you. And you still got a full hour on New Year's. That was uh, live with Mr. Alan Gottlieb. Very proud of that. And talking with Cam Edwards from BearingArms.com, Cam and Company. Cam, always a pleasure to have you here. Uh, You make every show better just by being here and the discussion that you invoke. And And I mean that. And let me say this. As I was listening to your response before we went to the break, I was jotting down some notes. And I think what we're seeing here, when we look at this, at the bump stock ban and now moving into this stabilizer brace rule, rule, notice I said rule, ladies and gentlemen, not law. The ATF does not make law or write law, laws through the legislative process. But this is Biden's playbook. It's wide open for everybody to see. It's like Tom Brady leaving the playbook open for all of his opponents to see. They're not hiding from what they want to do. And you brought up a great point. You know, what happens next? A couple of things I want to tackle with you. This, in the playbook here, Cam, has always been, if we can't legislate it, we'll regulate it. And, of course, that's what the AFT is designed to do. That's why Dettelbach was put in there. That's why they wanted Chipman. Uh, Chipman would have been far worse, believe me. Dettelbach's bad enough. But my mm-hmm. great fear, to answer your question in the previous segment, is... What's coming next, and you alluded to it, is the reclassification of semi-automatic itself. And I think that's their ultimate goal. They've already told us they don't like our semi-automatic firearms. They've been creating the narrative and defining the narrative for a number of years now, demonizing by using the the scary word semi-automatic every single time they can as a descriptive for a firearm, sometimes even in cases where it's been a, a revolver. They still throw that semi-auto in because they know not what they talk about. So that's first off your response to that. Well, I think you're right. Unfortunately, um, we know that gun control groups are, are making this case to the administration. They're they're making this case in court filing, right? When they're going after gun makers, um, one of the arguments that they're using is that you know AR-15s and other modern sporting rifles are uh, readily converted to machine guns, and so therefore should be covered under the National Firearms Act. Um, listen, Mark, they're even you know, making this argument more broadly against automatic firearms in general, not just against you know, AR-15s and other modern right. rifles. Um, the Trace, which is that Bloomberg-funded website, a few months ago ran a big piece uh, advocating for reclassifying Glocks uh, as machine guns, right, because of the Glock switches that are showing up here. So, yeah, they're very much laying the groundwork and making the case for this. Um, I will say that the last time I talked with Larry Keene of the National Shooting Sports Foundation was last week. Um, he told me he, apparently the ATF had given some re- sort of you know reassurance that uh, no no you know we're not moving in that direction. Um, I, you know I I I don't buy it, and, and even if that's the case today, that doesn't mean that's going to be the case next week, right? Again, if you're uh, if you're taking things one step at a time, then maybe you could tell yourself, well, we're not. We're not doing anything on that right now, but that doesn't mean that's going to be the case two or three months from now. Um, and with a you know divided Congress, really the only moves that Biden can make on gun control are via executive action. And look, I mean, this would be big. I mean, this would be the nuclear option, right? So I don't think that Biden's just going to do it on a random Tuesday in April. But if there is a high-profile shooting, for instance... Um, and we are once again talking about some, you know, killer uh, who violated the laws of the United States and nature and targeted innocent human beings. Um, and that is occupying our new space for a number of days. Do I think Biden might pull this out and, you know, hit the button, so to speak? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're spot on. Uh, that, that's been our fear here. We've talked about it, ladies and gentlemen, for a, a number of years here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense and on the Sunday MonsterCast. There's no doubt about it. So we're going to keep our eye on that. The second uh, part that you brought up, you mentioned the 10 to 40 million, and I'll use this phrase because I like it, it's my show and I can, that are out there in the wild right now that are unregistered. I have several. I bought them all legally, ladies and gentlemen. I've owned them lawfully for years. They're out there. No one knows I have them except I'm talking about it now. 
but they're not registered with anybody. They're not registered where you have to. I don't live in Jersey. I don't have to go to the police department and get on my knees and register something and pay for it. Okay? As of right now, I'm a free man. These are products that I bought and owned lawfully, Cam. What is the ATF? Because, again, this goes back to enforcement. Mm-hmm. And this is where people get very concerned. Are they going to come to my door? I mean, they're talking about banning gas stoves. These people are lunatics. They've lost their minds. Okay? So do we have that fear? What is somebody, the 10 to 40 million? I'm not, I'm not an outlier here. I'm one of up to 40 million people in this country. That's one-eighth of the population that owns this lawful device. And it's out there in the wild. What do they do from that standpoint? They're not going in that direction. You believe that, I'm going to sell you the bridge over the River Kwai, and it resides in Kansas City. (laughs) Right. Well, listen, I mean, I think the first concern that uh, the folks have to have is, you know, the ATF going after companies that make these braces, right, Uh, getting a hold of their sales records. Um, I mean, it's not like you go through a background check and you buy a brace. So uh, when the, if the ATF you know, wants to figure out who might be illegally in possession of these things, right, who hasn't registered uh, these items, um, then the sales records are going to be the logical place to, to go looking, right? So I, I, I'm a little concerned that the ATF is going to uh, go after these companies, um, you know, allegedly for, you know, violations, but to use it as a fishing expedition to go against individual gun owners. Otherwise... Again, you're, you're you're looking at really a case by case basis, right? If if they find a brace in the wild, uh, as you say, then you know, then I guess they make the arrest and, and then they make the charges. Um, I, you know, I, again, I, I see a lot of noncompliance with this. Um, I don't see too many Americans, uh, and I certainly don't see them, uh, you know, uh, registering their braces with the ATF or uh, with, with the federal government. Um, you know, over the next 119 days, right, while this plays out in court. And even then, I mean, you look at New York State and their uh, uh, restriction requirement for so-called assault weapons after the SAFE Act. I think they estimated was 15% yeah. uh, compliance. You know, I, I mean, I, I think you have to look at compliance rates like that. Look what's going on in Illinois right now where, what, 80% of the county sheriffs say, we're not going to enforce this, this gun and magazine ban. We're not going to be making arrests solely on these charges. Um, you, you know, they can put this law in place, but in terms of it actually doing anything, um, I, I, again, I, I, think it's, I think it's useless. I think this is designed as an attempt to intimidate gun owners and, again, to serve as um, a, a gateway to bigger, badder, uh, more broadly, Boom. you know, uh, sweeping, yeah. redefining, uh, you know, terms in, in the uh, GCA and the NFA. To go after that redefinition that you're talking about, that building blo- that, mm-hmm. that building block, ladies and gentlemen, what Cam yeah. is referring to, is just that. It's a Lego block. It's one more brick in the wall, to quote the old Pink Floyd from the wall. It's just one more brick in the wall. Enforcement of this one individually alone will be very difficult. But what's happening here, I fear, Cam and listeners, is that the AFT is in the process of building something bigger, as you just heard Cam mention. So there's no question that we're going to have to pay attention to this because this is just one part of it. The upcoming court cases and challenges to this will be paramount to what happens to the rest of the building of that wall by the AFT, who absolutely has it out for you as a law-abiding gun owner. None of this is designed to stop crime. We have one more segment with the great Cam Edwards. Don't go away. We'll be back in four minutes. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, back to the show indeed. I am Mark Walters, and I am filling your prescription for freedom on the Crossbreed Holsters Mike Six Hour Studios all fired up for you down close to the creek in the holler at AAR Ranch. All of it brought to you by X Insurance in these six-hour studios. We're talking with the great Cam Edwards. Cam, welcome back in. Greg uh, jumped in my ear during the break to notify me that the rule has been published. Greg, you want to jump in here real quick? What would you find out? Yeah, I, that's what I'm seeing is that the rule has absolutely been published. Uh, Firearms Policy Coalition is the one that's announcing that. And there's a couple other things okay. going on. I won't get into that. But, uh, yeah, it looks like top of the hour that rule hit the, uh, hit the public. All right, so, Cam, enlighten listeners one more time. What does that mean? Well, uh, it means that the clock is now ticking, right? 120 days for the owners of stabilizing braces that fit the, that, that, that the criteria, the, the subjective and vague criteria that the ATF has set uh, that would, uh, you know, turn firearms equipped with these braces into short-barreled rifles. You have to register them with the government. Um, what this means in reality is that, uh, you know, the attorneys with groups like the Firearms Policy Coalition are going over this rule with a fine-tooth comb so they can, uh, you know, file in court on, on, on Monday or early next week. Um, and and so, you know, yeah, I think that's going to be the next steps here is uh, asking for that, uh, you know, temporary restraining orders since the clock is ticking now. Uh, and the, you know, millions of Americans who possess these items would suffer irreparable harm uh, if this rule is allowed to take effect. Cam, does this include also the the uh, the pistol itself or just the brace? 
You know, that's a really good question. Uh, and the answer may be contained within the 291 pages, but uh, I am not sure where exactly I would find that. So I would uh, encourage folks to you know, keep following groups like SAFFBC, and uh, I'm sure that they'll be letting us know about the devil in the details here. Well, you know, I wanted to take tomorrow off before I depart for SHOT Show on Monday. It looks now like I'm going to have to read a book that I was not intending to read on my one day off because we are going to have to go through the entire 291 pages. And it's not even even when we do that, ladies and gentlemen, it's still not going to be clear. It's still going to be fuzzy math. Uh, And it's written that way. As I mentioned, going to the break, this is just a stepping stone. It's one more building block in the wall of a bigger thing that the AFT is attempting to accomplish here through regulation because they can't move through legislation. Cam, let's go to New York State, the Supreme Court decision, and it was a decision not to interfere with Mm -hmm. the challenge to the New York law. You and I talked about it privately. Let's bring that to the airwaves. What are your thoughts on that? Why do you believe SCOTUS? And, of course, also mention, and I'm sure you will, that very strong statement by Alito signed on to by Thomas that said this should in no way dissuade the plaintiffs from continuing to push forward. What does all this mean to Cam Edwards? Yeah, okay, so let, let's let's engage in a little, uh, not quite mindless speculation, but a little speculation here. Um, I, you know, I, I think, I presume that because Alito authored that uh, uh, that opinion and Thomas signed on that they wanted to take this case now, right? They were ready to go. Uh, and, you know, let, let's uh, once again, we see the lower courts abusing what we said with time for us to step in. I suspect that uh, maybe it was Chief Justice Roberts, um, maybe somebody else on the court, but I, I suspect that the, the counterpoint of view was wait. We just gave, you know, all of these lower courts a very explicit test to follow. We need to let the, the string play out a little bit and give them time to try to follow these rules before we step in, because we don't want to be the court of first resort on all of these questions that are going to be coming up here over the next couple of years. Um, am I disappointed the court didn't you know, immediately step in? Yeah, I'm disappointed. But I, I, I guess I, um, I can understand why that point of view might be popular among even some of the conservative wing of the court. I don't disagree with anything that I just heard, ladies and gentlemen, from Cam. In fact, I'm in complete agreement with that. And I, I, while I would have liked to have seen the court step in, I understand. I completely understand. Guys, we discussed this yesterday, why they didn't. They've got to give the lower courts an opportunity to see how they're going to rule across the nation, not just in one particular court in the Second Circuit, but they need to check this out across the country. And we are getting a, a, a litany of different responses in these lower courts, Cam. So I, I understand why they did not. We're never going to know what the vote was to not take it or take it. That's not something that's ever going to be published because it wasn't on the docket. But I will say this, that when you mention that they don't want to be the court of first resort, isn't what isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Isn't that aren't they supposed to be the court of last resort, right? And by doing so, they're keeping that tradition alive, right? Yeah, which I think is is why it's important that you know Alito specifically said, "Look, this isn't about the merit of your argument here, right? It's really about the timing of it." Um, and you know, look, we just saw uh, the judge in New Jersey uh, grant a TRO, right, for for basically every portion of the uh, sensitive places law that was challenged by uh, SAF and F- or, uh, was it S- yeah, SAF yeah, and SAF the other involved, state yes. level organizations. Um, and, you know, there's another case that has now been consolidated uh, into Coons that challenges other aspects of the law. It's going before that same judge. So, you know, the, the lower courts, some of the lower courts, I think, are doing a pretty good job of looking at the historic evidence or the lack thereof. Um, but we are still, you know, legally speaking, fairly early uh, into our post-Bruin jurisprudence, right? It's only been six, seven months, right? So we're still dealing with a lot of very initial findings. Um, and I think that what happens is as time goes on, you know, the the historical arguments for the gun control side are going to continue to fall flat. Right. Um, if folks have time and they're legal nerds, Go check out the latest filings from uh, Rob Bonta in California, the, the so-called evidence for California's ban on assault weapons and magazines. And it's ridiculous, Mark, because nothing, 
nothing in there deals with bans on firearms, right? They, they may try to talk about regulating firearms, bans on, uh, you know, dirks and other dangerous and unusual weapons, but nothing about banning commonly owned firearms. So, you know, I, I think the court maybe, you know, look, maybe they're just giving these anti-gun states enough rope to hang themselves with. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I, it, I suspect that when all of this shakes out, listeners, this will shake out. Trust me, the court knows what it's doing here. The majority knows and understands how this plays. And what you're eventually going to see, I suspect, when one of these cases, because the court knows this is going to come before them, you're going to see the strongest possible case that they could accept accepted. That's what the that's what the end game is going to be here. Because they're going to see likely splits in circuits, Cam. And when they do take Mm -hmm. the case, just like they waited. Look, you and I all, we wanted them to take the Peruta case out in California in 2017. And we're very glad they didn't in light of the fact now Bruin. So the court knows what it's doing. And I can believe and I, I firmly believe that Thomas, particularly Thomas and Alito, know exactly what's happening. Let this play out. And when we do get a case... It will be a strong case, and they will be able to issue a ruling even stronger to reinforce Bruin. Cam, I'll give you the last word. Tell people where they can go and listen to you because you are unbelievable. Go for it. Uh, thanks, man. Um, just check out BarionArms.com. We've got a link to Barion Arms Camera Company there on the homepage, but you can also find us on YouTube, Rumble, and all the major podcast platforms. Mark, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for the invite. You're the best. Going to miss you at SHOT Show, but we're so glad we got you here today, and I'm glad I remembered. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad I remembered that great radio broadcast with Cam Edwards today because I remembered. I'm just busting my own stones here. Cam is wonderful. He's great. Make sure you go and check out BearingArms.com. He's a great source for all of us that do this for a living. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We're going to do this again in the next hour. In the second hour of the broadcast, we've got a lot to cover for you. Maybe some more happy ending stories. We're certainly going to go back over that Georgia case. That was a lot of fun. We'll have some fun with that. And uh, I guess I'll just leave you with this. We'll see you at six minutes after on the flip side. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.